Welcome to a few deep hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. Happy Sunday, everybody. Sorry that I didn't get the post on yesterday. I had a pre-family Thanksgiving dinner that I had to prepare for. I had to make a bunch of food and clean up and whatnot and do all those things. So if anybody was waiting around, which I'm sure you probably weren't, not for me anyway, but I apologize if you were. I was like, ah, didn't do the podcast yesterday. Shit. Ah, it's one of those days, you know, had a lot of my mind. I was like, I'm just going to do it today anyway. I planned on it, but it's one of those, like, I usually get it out and didn't get it out on time, but I apologize for that. Um, but so first things first, um, <clears throat> check out a few deep.com. Uh, all the information on there is for, you know, any information you need to know, all the links are on there. Uh, it's a work in progress. The webpage is a work in progress, but, uh, I set up a donation button. So if you go click on the exclusives button and then you go click on the donate button, then there'll be a drop bar where you can donate to the beer fund. And when you do, I will say your name and say where you're from or what city. Nothing crazy, but appreciate all the donation. Uh, like I said, this podcast is free. Uh, I do it just because I like to do podcasts. It's super fun. Um, so, yeah, check out a few deep.com. Uh, go click the donation button. There's also some shirts. So I'm going to have some new ones in the future. Plus, the webpage is still in design. So, each time you keep checking back, there might be a little a couple more new things. I'm going to start archiving all the beers that we've had so you can see, you know, all the pictures on there without, you know, just checking out my Instagram and all that. Uh, so which brings me to my first uh, donation, my best friend long time, Mr. Jason Deemer from Easton, Pennsylvania has donated to me and I appreciate that, my friend. Um, yeah, so I'll do the same uh, for anybody who... Uh, Wants to donate for the beer fund and uh, support the podcast. If you also support the podcast and you're on Apple Music, go to uh, go to the uh, the review page and give me some stars or whatever, and write a little something about it, whether you like it or not. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, I thank my best friend, my best man, Jason Deemer, for my first contribution. I means the world to me, and I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, this episode of podcast was also a really good friend of mine, a uh, longtime friend. We talked about um, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, we talked about basically, you know, uh, our 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 moving to California process from from New Jersey. We talked a little bit about some old things, um, you know, a little bit of stories here and there. Uh, yeah, just you know, it's like. It's it's always good to sit down with a friend that you've known for a while, and then you can just kind of shoot the shit. I know everybody else is kind of like, you know, not they're they're not getting all the all the backstory. But we wanted to give you a good amount of backstory, you know, just enough to to bring you into our our little conversation, so you can kind of maybe see where we're coming from or whatever. So, um, yeah, so. Other than that, uh, I'm just going to get right to it. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, 
my conversation with my good friend and longtime friend, Mr. Mike Lewandowski. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, my longtime super good friend, Mr. Mike Lewandowski. Hello. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, we have been friends for a long time. Yeah, we've been a long time now. You know, everybody asks me, too, it's like, like, oh, how do you know Mike? And, you know, I'm like, well, you know, me and Mike have been friends for a long time. They're like, oh, how long? I'm like, at least since 18, 19. And they're like, oh, how old are you now? I'm like, well, we're pushing 40. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a really long time. Are you guys always been in California? No. <laughs> so then I got to explain the whole story and, you know, it, it goes on and on and on. But I, uh, I put holes in your shoes the first day. You came yeah, out. which was great. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the first day I was not prepared to walk in my toms <laughs> that long. I was like, I love walking, but we walked far. We walked from the BART, or not the BART, the... Uh, from the 4th and King Station. Yeah. All the way up along the bay, which I walk half of that now to go to work in the morning, which is actually nice. And I think about you all the time. Yeah. But then we went all the way up to the wharf, then in through Chinatown. I remember I tricked you to go. I was like, oh, we should go this way down an alley. We're like, oh, we should go hit up this one place. This is, it's like, uh, it's in like an Irish pub plus an Indian restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that place is great. Yeah, which is still great. They have some good stuff there still. Yeah, but I later on when we got into Chinatown, I tricked you. I was like, oh, let's go off the path and go this way. And we turned around and come through, and you just stopped because it's yeah. like a five way alley. And you're like, this is where they filmed that one scene, Big Trouble in Little China. I'm like, I know. Yep. <laughs> That's why I had to come. <laughs> All right. Well, first things first. Let's grab a beer. Uh, I figured we'll start. You know, kind of. Oh, I don't drink. We'll, we'll grass. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, you know, either way. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I always pick random ass beer, so you know. I'm in. Um, this one is Liquid Gravity. Oh no, sorry, it's not Liquid Gravity. It's called Sky Pager. By uh, Casa Agria. And it's 6.8 IPA West Coast. You want to check out the the label and whatnot? It's pretty. Yeah, it's got like an octopus and a weird hand. It's kind of a... It looks like a, a snapshot from an old Peter Gabriel video. It kind of does. It kind of does. Where's the sledgehammer? Sledgehammer! So yeah, get everybody up to speed. You know, me and Mike used to be in a band together and for a long time. Yeah, crack that shit. And uh, yeah... And Mike moved out to California in 2012 or 13? 12 or 13. Uh, seven years ago? Yeah. And then you, like, a year later? I think it was, like, six months. Because you were, like, or you got here, like, in December or something, right? You yeah. said for Christmas? December 2nd was yeah. the day I landed. Yeah. Cheers, man. Cheers, buddy. Thanks for coming to hang on the podcast. For, it's, been too, it's been too long to not have you on at all. I was like, I don't think I don't know if it's Mike's thing. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give it a chance. Hit yeah. you up. Um, it is. I like listening to all the other ones. I've been listening since number four. That's good. 
There's a lot. There's like 80 now. I know. <laughs> it's a good thing I started back then. I don't know if I could binge it. Yeah, it's a hard binge right days. now. I can't binge anything. I try to binge. Uh, you watch. Uh, well, I know you know The Karate Kid, but you, have you watched uh, Cobra Kai? No. It's a pretty good show. I binged the shit out of the first season. And I got to buy the second season. But like the first season is just like this awesomeness of every childhood, you know, coming back oh, yeah. from the 80s. And I'm like, yes, this is what I want in my life. So uh, I used to live in Hopakong, New Jersey, Lake Hopakong. Yeah. It's like the biggest lake in New Jersey. It's like a cool spot. And my neighbor uh, was like the gym teacher and a coach. And I think his wife worked at the school too. And uh, we're chatting and for Sparta. And that's where Ralph Macchio lives. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I just kind of moved there. They, they had moved in. I kind of didn't know, like, the locals in the next town. But uh, I was like, oh, cool, Ralph Macchio. How is he? He's like, it's like every other dad. This kid's okay, but he thinks he's a star. He needs to play more on the soccer team. Mm. Yeah, I felt like, you know, in that, even in that movie, I felt, when I moved here, I kind of felt like how, like, you know, uh, like Ralph Macchio kind of felt like when he, like, first moved out to California. He's like, where are you from? Like, I'm from New Jersey, you know? Yeah. I have a collection all these problems. Of only I didn't, yeah, only I didn't have the, uh, you know, the rival with the crowd because I wasn't in school. I probably, I don't know if I would have. It'd been an interesting thing. Well, we're not in LA either, so we don't really. Yeah. Because I think that more or less takes place in the valley or so. Or no, Encino, I guess. Encino, right? Which is yeah. a part of the. Uh, That's where valley. they found the caveman. Yes. Encino man. Yeah. Yeah. And then he went on to find mummies. And draw ketchup and mustard art, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but yeah, it's a good show. The show was uh, super fantastic. Uh, I uh, I was like not sure what it was gonna be about, so I was like, because you get the if you want to go on YouTube just regular and you can uh, watch the first two episodes for free. Right, it's just whatever. I was like, gonna check it out. First episode is like I'm get I'm already hooked. If you got Johnny and 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 fucking. Uh, so I saw the know. first ad for it, and I was like, I don't want to watch a show with Johnny. That guy's a jerk. Dude, he is. <laughs> he's still a jerk in this show, but he's awesome. I was I like, I want to be Cobra Kai. Fuck, fuck Miyagi Dojo. I'm, Cro- I'm Cobra Kai. But no, it's good. It's good. It's fun. Nice. Uh, so yeah, so uh, so you moved out in like December, and then I think I moved out uh, in uh, June. The I moved way, out for my birthday. Yeah, the way I tell people is because uh, I moved out. I found myself in a really interesting place in life, being an adult. Uh, I was working, I had a little business and I sold it. So I was working for my competitors and like basically driving out to Kansas City for three weeks at a time to work and coming back for a week. Uh, And then I was uh, staying at a friend's house. And uh, so I like, I had no relationship, no lease, no like other things. And I was tied. And I had a friend out here who had been paying me for like a year and a half to come visit. And I was like, you know what, this seems like I can, I can pause and go for a vacation and check it out. Maybe I want to move. And like a week in, I was like, I want to live here. Like uh-huh. I was in the Safeway having a conversation with random people about frozen broccoli. And everyone's nice and everyone's cool and everyone's smart and everyone's polite. Yeah. And everyone's like, likes the nerd factor if you're really into something, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, so I went and told my friend, like, yeah, so I think I want to live here. And he's like, so uh, sell your plane ticket and stay. <laughs> there you go yeah and i stayed on his couch for a few months yeah that's to figure it out i mean that's exactly what i did i stayed on your floor for yep. a month and a half at least and then hopping hotels yeah but uh well to to join that in right so i was with my friend and then uh one day i met this awesome bar um the rosen crown and uh, i look across at my friend rob 
who we just helped move the other day. And, yeah. Um, I have some fun pictures. Nice. But, uh, and I'm like, you know what? Like, okay, I'm settled. I got a job. Like, I got to find a place. Like, I don't want to get a whole apartment. I'm still figuring it out. But, like, I got to find a place that's going to rent a room or something. So I have a couple months, like, because I just moved here. Like, I'm figuring stuff out. Yeah. It's like, I know where you can go. I need a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved in with him. And then, like, a month later, you would, like, randomly ping me. Like, hey, we haven't chatted in a while. But, like, I'm going to move to California. Like, we should hang out. Like, where are you going to move? He's like, I, you're like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Well, I was like, my my thing was like, I... I I was in the same kind of place. I was like living with my friend. Uh, it was a great, great uh, living uh, space and, yeah. and such a good friend of mine who like helped me out. But I was like, I was sort of working and I was like, you know, I was bartending there and, and it started like, started to really go down where like everybody was like sort of uh, like leaving and my shift sort of got cut back because they were trying to revamp this place or whatever the, you know, whatever the fuck they were doing. And I was just like, I was like, oh, I just need, I need to get out of here. Yeah. I was like, I need to get out of here. I was like, I got, I got a little bit of money saved up. Uh, I was like, I could try it. Uh, I want to go to San Francisco. I've always wanted to go to San Francisco and live there, you know, just to see how it is. I like, I don't know anybody. I'm going to do that. Yeah, because you had been out here, right? Like, you, yeah, and, I, you I, and Jay yeah. did a little tour. Yeah, right? well, I've been out here twice. Me and, me and Carrie uh, did a, a, a trip from San Francisco. Actually, so my first trip was to Santa Cruz. I tried out for Craig's brother, the band oh, right, Craig's yeah. brother, in 2004. I remember that. So that that didn't go well, but it was still great experience. Me and Carrie came out in 2008, took a trip from San Francisco to San Diego. We drove all the way down oh, nice. Route 1. Beautiful. I, seven years, I still haven't done that yet. Oh, you gotta do it. It's great. It's fun. It's long, but you know, you, it's, you stay in little spots and you I mean, know, I've done gas that. is like, gas was like $8 a gallon. I was like, oh, I gotta get out of there. I gotta find. Should have took one on one, but no, you gotta you gotta do the scenery route. I mean, I've done Jersey to Florida a hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is shorter. But. Yeah, and then yeah, and then then me and Jay came out. We played, and I was like, I, just, I gotta I gotta come out here. This is just like the best atmosphere. Like you said, people are nice. They're smart. They're innovative. Uh, they're 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 more inclined to work on their ideas rather than yeah. shoot you down and be like, no, your idea sucks. And you're like, okay guess that's going nowhere yeah you know yeah i have so, a friend who made a really good analogy one day he's like so in new york you tell your friend like hey i made a million dollars because i fucked someone over and they're like high five yeah and here they're like i made a million dollars by helping my friend make a million dollars and that's when they high five yeah exactly you know? it's it's yeah it's more connecting you know it's more uh i lift you up you lift me up it's not like we just fuck somebody over high five yeah. you know it's like cool you know, we're at gangster New Jersey and New York people, you know. I mean, I love the attitude, but at some point, we gotta, we gotta leave. I love when people are, like, a little bitchy or aggressive. I'm like, yeah. ooh, you're aggressive and that scares everyone here. It doesn't worry me at all. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, I found, I found somebody who's like me. <laughs> it's very rare, but I like, I like, it's like, it's like Joel. I mess with Joel sometimes, you know. I miss him. You know, I do miss Joel. He's like, just randomly around, but, uh. But yeah, since he's been out or whatever, uh, I used to fuck with him all the time because he's from Boston and he's like always trying to give me a hard time. So I gave him a hard time. Oh, different Joel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, different Joel. <laughs> different Joel. Uh, yeah. But yeah, old Joel at the bar. Uh, I always give him a hard time because he's from Boston. So I'm just like, I'm like, are you still living? What the fuck? What the <laughs> yeah. fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, I break, I bust his balls and he's like, what the fuck? You treating old people like this fall? He's great. I knew him for a couple of years, and then one day he turns to me, he's like, hey, like the 
was just like in the middle of the day he showed up and like no one was at that bar and he's like hey i know we chatted a bunch but like what's your name i know you're from new jersey and you hate the yankees so i love you but <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but yeah, so to continue back, so like you had pinged me one day, like over Facebook or something, like, hey, I'm going to like move out to San Francisco. Like, well, yeah, we should I, hang out and have a beer. Well, I, or I randomly saw like a post in the post. I think you tagged your location and I was like, where the fuck is he in California? I was like, I wonder if he's just visiting. That's when I pinged you. I was like, are you just visiting or are you like living there now? And you're like, no, nah, I'm actually living here now. I was like, well, all right. Let me tell you my plan. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if you're going to come out, make it easy like i'll talk to my roommate like maybe you can like come crash with us while you figure it out instead yeah. of just like coming out and being here with the suitcase it. and, and yeah. trying to figure out you know which you know balls to that yeah but uh yeah so then i go and i talk to robin and he's like yeah cool and then you guys met and immediately it's like you guys have known each other for 20 years like mm -hmm. you guys were like two sides of uh of dna like you just it wiggled was and go. It was, like it was a strange yeah i think it was a strange meeting for us like all three of us were like doing the same thing we're into the same stuff like i mean we all were, we're but we were all sort of like uh you know what do you call it like like we were we were figuring things out because we were like finally shed our skin yeah and we had no really like major responsibilities and like or we're like okay where do we want to go from here? We're all hanging out, you know. Yeah, we're all smart. Yeah. We're all hustlers. Yeah. Like, we can all go work 190 hours a week. Yeah. Like, what do we want to do? Like, here's an opportunity to reset as an adult. You don't get that button, right? Like, that reset button on the so, Nintendo. Yeah, a lot of times you don't get that. And people miss out on that. And then, and there's like, even when we were, like, with the, uh, you, you know, working at Calafia and driving the Shoreline bus and stuff, I was like, I would have never got to do that back in yeah. the day. You know what I mean? Like... I was an experience for me that I was like, you know, even though, you know, you kind of look back on it and you're like, what a crappy job, you know, it's like weird, but it wasn't, you know, it was at the same time. It's like something that like you would give to a teenager, but we get to drive and like experience these bands where we're like, I'm taking a break. Uh, I'm going to go watch like half of the show and then I'll be right back. Yeah. Like, so for your listeners, so we ended up uh, with our friend, they had a, a couple shops in Shoreline, which is like an event venue. So and it's pretty big. Like, so bands will come through and Torax will come through and. Well, if we're going to go, like, make burritos every weekend there, like, yeah. as our weekend gig, it actually worked out because you go and you're working with, like, 15 other people, and some people are into country, and some people are into rock and whatever, so you're there, and they're like, hey, can I have my break here so I can go check this band out? Because you're in there for free. Yeah. And everybody could, like, horse trade and do it, and it was pretty awesome. Like That's what I was, I was like, this is such a good experience that I would never thought I would get to do, and it just kind of fell into my lap. Yeah, like, I got to see Public Enemy. I got to go to the Warp Tour for free. Yeah. Because it was supposed to work, but we just didn't. Like, they were just like, oh, just kidding. You guys can just go out the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> There's shows that I I never thought that I would even want to go or to. Or enjoy. Yeah. Right? Or and, enjoy. And it was awesome. Especially, like, going to a rave. Like, I don't like raves. I don't, I'm not a fan. It's not my thing. But when you're working one, and... All the girls are there and like a thong. You're just like, well, I should have came to a rave before, you know, like, and, and, and the crowd was cool. Like everybody was just like having a good time. It yeah. wasn't like nobody was like, you know, like there wasn't like this aggressive, like attitude. It was all, it was all pretty like, you know, peace, love and like whatever they were doing. Yeah, and we've always know? liked music and live stuff, but yeah. it, I think at least for me and I, I assume for you, like it really exposed us to some things that we just wouldn't have gone. Like we wouldn't have gone to this country festival. We wouldn't have gone to that. Yeah. But then you're going there and then. No matter what kind of music thing you're going to see, 
if every there's in everyone there is into it, you kind of like it, right? Like it's yeah, it's fun. It's, You're like it, it's kind of that thing. You're like it's music, right? I don't know it's, if it's, I'd pay 120 dollars for this ticket, but I'm here for free, and this is pretty cool. Yeah, like, and I get to like sort of go backstage and intertwine. Not not for the backstage music, but like. You know the backstage venues. You're sort of walking around yeah. behind the the food snack bars, and you're just like getting free food. Yeah, you know. we had the staff pass, so yeah, we can like cut yeah, around you the, can the crowd. Cut and... around the crowd. You can go in and and uh, and sit up on the lawn and just hang out and yeah. just watch the bands. I mean, I like you said, I I got to see Black Sabbath as well, and yep. like that reunion tour, and like uh, man, who else I get? To I got see? to see Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Uh, who did I see that was pretty cool? Besides Black Sabbath, that was that was amazing. But I saw I saw a bunch. Like I saw like randomly uh like like uh like steely dan or something yeah. you know like those kinds of bands yeah like you wouldn't turn that down if somebody says to go but like you wouldn't make it a point to go right even though you could probably sing half the words to every song they have i right? pretty much <laughs> you know you know i find that working at the bar when you get like a free like a credit or one credit play on the jukebox and like it's a lot of steely dan you're like surprisingly i know a lot of steely dan and steve miller yeah and i don't know why well because you're a joker yeah Midnight's Toker. That's like the one guy I used to like work with in the garage. He would like, we would have, uh, you know, fucking, uh, what, was, what was the, uh, 99.9 The Hawk or some shit. Oh, yeah. You know, that radio station in Jersey, whatever it was for, for classic rock. And is that Allentown? Yeah. Yeah. And or he, yeah, I'm WZZO. pretty sure it was, so, yes, it was right next to it. I believe they're all in the same area for WZZO, but he would like put on that station and quiz me every time. He's like, Hey Joe, you know who this is? And I'm like, <laughs> Uh, I think this is, uh, wait, hold on. This is, uh, it's not, is it Steve Miller? He's like, nah, 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 this is Julie Dan. I was like, oh, all right, all right. So I like knew a lot of the music, but like he would just quiz me on these bands and I just would know all the songs then for some stupid reason. Yeah. Not even like, I mean, I like classic rock, don't get me wrong, but like at that time I was like 21 and I was like, I don't like. I'm not going out of my way. I'm more into punk rock now. I got my own vibe going, you yeah. know? I got my own thing. I already know Led Zeppelin and shit and all that stuff, but this guy's, like, turning me on to, like, other, other, like, you know, here's some golden earring for you. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. Golden earring. I would have never known that band if it wasn't for that guy to remember that name of that band, Little Radar Love. And I'm like, why well, you, you know? Dun, 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 dun. Radar Love. But, yeah, we got to see awesome, sh- awesome shows. Hang out with some cool people, like, and I did that for like two years, um, just through that. Um, but yeah, to wrap it back around, yeah, um, yeah, meeting Rob was like, you know, like meeting you again for the first time. Yeah. It's like we became great friends immediately. That's it. and even for like a long time, people were like, "Oh, are you the one that moved out mm-hmm. second? And I'm like, "No." They're like, "Oh, they're such good friends." I'm like, "I know," because when I got here and I kind of loved the area and I liked the you know the culture and the people are a little different. And I would make this joke like, hey, but I'm not going to tell anybody who's a jerk how good it is. I'll describe it like L.A. Yeah. Anybody who's cool that'll make it better, I'll, I'll bring. Uh, and that was like, that was my funny joke. But then mm-hmm. you guys met and I'm like, holy shit, I did it. Mm-hmm. I made it happen. Like, yeah. This was what I was meant to be. And yeah, we had a we had a great time. That, that was a really cool, really great time in my life. I think mm-hmm. it was extremely on a high yeah. To to like to do all that, you know. Yeah. Go grind out a job or two yeah. every day. Grab a couple drinks and go like meet up and, and hang out and go pass out like. Yeah, and fig- fun. and figure it out and two Jersey boys, you know, from small towns like made it to California like in Do you remember when we went to Santa Cruz the first time? 
Uh, yeah. We went down to Santa Cruz, and it's like... We were just I, on the beach hanging out, right? Yeah, I think we're going to go see uh, Larry and his flask. But yes. like, so we go down early, and we bring some snacks, and we're hanging on the beach. Then everybody made fun of us because they couldn't throw a Frisbee, and we could throw a Frisbee. Not like we're <laughs> yeah. like... We're not doing the cool, like, whipping, no, crazy, doing like, flip with stuff. Shit. No. We could just throw it straight. And they're like, oh, the Jersey guys, they know how to throw Frisbees. <laughs> yeah. Like watching the Jersey Shore. I'm like, I never really watched the Jersey Shore, actually, until I met Laura. <laughs> when I was in Jersey, I didn't watch, I hated that show. I was like, I'm not watching this. So I used to do uh, construction, like office furniture, right? And so yeah. I was all over, like, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, doing stuff all the time. And this one, like, both for myself, for other companies, and, uh, there's this one client, I was working for this company, and there's one client we had, and, like, every Thursday we were there. So, like, we get there at, like, 7 a.m., we go up and we start doing stuff, we're, like, moving cubicles, doing whatever, um, and then we go out and have a smoke break, and, like, every Thursday, then there was uh, JWoww and Snooky coming out of the subway, because in the same building was, like, their uh, their agent, and they'd, oh. come, they'd come get their checks. So they'd come get their stuff. So and, we'd see yeah. them at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock in the morning when they're getting off the subway, like, no makeup, hungover. <laughs> yeah, hungover. Here's my $100,000 check. Oh, this was early. They weren't, like, making that money, which oh, is probably why yeah. they had to go get their checks at the time. Right? Uh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took Laura for the first time, like, I think it was, like, three years ago now. Uh, maybe not that long. Maybe two years. Two years? Two or three years ago. I took her to the whole uh, the whole house. So we did a tour of the... So we went to Seaside. Okay. And then we did the whole tour of the first Jersey Shore house, like, the whole thing. Like, oh, no way. They, took you, they, take, they take you through all the whole room... You know, and they show you, like, the main, like, this is where they did the interviews, and, like, you know, this is where they did the, you know, where, where like, uh, you know, uh, Polly and whoever stayed, and they're like, this is where Wow stayed, and then, you know, this is the kitchen, and it's funny, because, like, you know, all the, all the, the like, those, those seaside, like, they're like, it is tiny as yeah, fuck. Right. It's small. And the way they portray it on film is, like, it's, like, this giant you know, uh, like apartment or, you know, like this big thing. And like, we're, we're like, how the fuck do they even like fit in here? Like, this is like, their room is like, you know, it's like right there. You could like yeah. touch the next person, you know, person if you're sleeping. They just have the camera like baked into the corner. Yeah. Like, built into the For wall. The little so GoPros and yeah, yeah, whatnot. And, but the line, like, but like even the filming crew too, when they're lying there, I'm like, they're, tr- they're trying to get all the fights, you know, and then, you know, all that kind of shit. But, but she was super stoked on it. It was like, that's cool. Her, uh, her uh messiah her 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 whatever that what do you call that the uh mecca mecca her me- the mecca her mecca was My, the jersey yeah, shore yeah not like, her, yeah her mecca was like that was like her thing she's like i don't need to go there and when we lived in jersey and grew up right it was like oh it's nice out we have the day off we're gonna go to the shore yeah. better wake up at 6 a.m to beat the traffic <laughs> yeah or every year since 96 to 2001 or two or maybe yeah 2000 maybe three at the most no no it was at least four so some from 96 to 2004 the warp tour every year was at asbury park yeah so every year we go to asbury park you know and then we before that in the parking lot of the stone pony yeah where bruce springsteen got his fame it was in the parking lot so it's 95 degrees clear sky sun and we're on asphalt the entire thing. yes man i got so i got like sun poisoning so many times yeah. from that fucking that show oh yes. yeah but that was cool like way back in the day right like we got to like bullshit with blink for a little bit 
we go out like we're like hot and exhausted. We need to go get like some some wind. So we go out onto the little shanty boardwalk they had at the time. And we're like just sitting there. Less and Jake came by and hung out and chatted with us. Like, yeah, I mean th- th- that's like, where you get to meet all the cool people. I remember we're like we met Blink Blink One Eight Two when they were just uh, running their merch booth. Yeah, which no, I mean, Cheshire Cat wasn't out. No, right. The booth. No, no. Cheshire Cat was out, but just the, the out. other one wasn't out. Um, or had just come out. What is it? Uh, fucking Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch. Yeah, Dude Ranch had just come out because they do their albums in uh, alphabetical order. So oh, yeah. it was the Australian tour EP. And then Buddha. And I remember when I first heard those, it was like when I started snowboarding. And like I was wearing a hat with a Walkman in it. And like literally, you know, it's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say burned onto tape. Like I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so old. But like I had a cassette player with like, and a couple of cassettes in my other pocket, like listening while I'm, while I'm snowboarding. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Like it was back when, you know, bands worked their merch booth and they were not famous. Yeah. And those are, those are <coughs> precious times to me, I think, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Second beer we're gonna have, rocking and rolling through these beers here. Uh, this is Laughing Monk, Sister Helen, West Coast IPA, six point eight. Yeah. Six point eight. It's very pink can. It's breast uh, awareness or breast cancer awareness can. So yeah, it's a very pink. Uh, you know. Supporting supporting cause can. I yeah. dig it. They always have like a brother Luigi or a, you know whoever sister something or monk this from the laughing monk people. They always yeah. have like these kind of these undertones or whatever they want to, or whatever they. So it kind of get, it's hard to follow half half the labels and you're like what is I like the brother I like this one I don't even know it's somebody's sister that I like that's pretty good. Laughing monk is one of those breweries yeah. where if I like go somewhere and I look at the menu. Oh, that's a whole different thing to talk about. Like, I didn't even like beer or IPAs until I moved to California. Oh, yeah. That is a good thing to... I like, to, you know, I would drink it playing beer pong. I have, like, one beer with a steak. But um, but Laughing Monk is one of those things. I'm like, I'm in the mood for a Pilsner. I'm in the mood for an IPA. I'm in the mood for whatever. And I'm like, I don't know some of these. And I look, I'm like, solid. I'll grab the Laughing Monk one. like Because I know it will be an eight or a nine, like, yeah. every time. It's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a decent beer. They... They have not let me down as far as, like, any of their beers. Like, if I'm, like, hmm. Even, like, the one that we have on tap now that might be off now, which is, like, the Fluffy Puppy. It's something, something Fluffy Puppy. But it's, like, an English porter. It's delicious. Hmm. And it's not crazy high in alcohol. It's, like, 6-2 or something. You know, it's very drinkable. Uh, but, yeah, I remember when I came here, you were all the rage about Racer 5. was, yeah. like, the big one. I was, like, this is the local Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this right. It's like the local court. Like this is what they have in every bar as their like grinder beer. Yeah. They also have cores, but like it was the cheap one. I'm like, it's delicious. It's good. Which is still like seven percent. I think yeah. it is. It's still like one of the. But it's like nowhere near Budweiser when you're drinking like a three point five percent beer and you go to a uh, fucking Racer Five and you have three of them. And you're like, whoa. Well, like hot, I am hot dropping in out here to move out here. It was like cool. I like this place. This is great. I'm just going to grab this job at the coffee shop real quick while uh-huh. I start to figure out what I want to do so I don't, like, deplete the savings exactly. <laughs> like, right away and try to, like, live super frugally while I figure things out. And it's like, this is nice. Yeah. No, it was it was good. Yeah. Cheers, man. Cheers, yeah, man. I think the uh, the first... Uh, it's pretty good West Coast. Yeah. Not super bitter. Very... Pretty mellow. Yeah. I dig it. 6.2. Not a lot of bite. No. Um, like a lot of people don't like the pine. They don't. Yeah, like some like people like, yeah. like 
not tardiness, like that little, because there's like bitters, and then there's like if you have hops, bitters. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, it was, it was pretty chill. A lot in the boil too, like where he gets that really like mosaic Simcoe, like really dank, mm. dank bitterness. You're like like almost eating like a wheatgrass or doing like a lemongrass shot, one of those kind. You're like take some grass in this thing. Um, I had a delicious lemongrass cocktail last night. Yeah, the night before. Yeah. Um, shout out to Timber and Salt. They have some yeah, really something great. Been there, yeah. Like, oh, you got to go. Like, the food's always good. But the guys who started the place and that run it, they uh, they did it because like they're real cocktail nerds. Like, they that's what they want to do, and they're super happy. They do. It's John- funny, they do like a a record night like once every couple of weeks that they do. Oh, cool. Um, where they'll like play some stuff and last time i was there it's like sonic youth is playing i'm like god this is like the best tuesday yeah it's kind of this is the kind of thing i need in my life you know uh josh helped start that kitchen too oh really yeah oh speaking of uh the, the old calafia uh running the shoreline stuff yeah he was with us too but he's he uh he's got his own thing he's got his own thing now but he's helped start that kitchen to get <laughs> it up and running as uh timber and salt oh wow yeah he was like that the makes first, sense. he was the first person uh, because i see red there Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, she didn't even recognize her the first time I walked through, and she's like, "Hey," and like pulled me over. She's like, "Mike." Yeah, yeah, she's been seeing you in so long. She's around. I saw her at um, uh, with Delfini in Palo Alto. I went there, I don't know, a couple months ago or whatever, and then she was working the bar. I was like, "Oh, hey, you working here too?" She's like, "I'm, I'm working everywhere." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> right on." But yeah, that makes sense that she's there. When you know what you like to do, it's very easy to hustle that. Right? Like, and it's she's, very easy to find places to do yeah, and she's what you enjoy. Tip top at it. Like, you yeah. know, that's her thing. She's she's great at, at the bar stuff. She's just boom, boom, boom. Like she's not that girl knows, knows what she's doing, you know, she ain't fucking around. Yeah, she's super cool. Um But uh what was I saying? Uh so yeah, the the the, fir- the first beer that I actually got into the West Coast was the Sierra that I was like and that one for me, even though it's just like a pale ale, was rough to get down right to get into like pale ales and ipas because i was like wow this thing is just really really like thick tasting to me like we're we're we grew up right like we like yingling mm-hmm. um because it was like local brewery it's like a you know dark it's lager. A lager yeah it's dark lager. hey man it's cold it's rainy all the time like, it's great it's great um and for me like i thought i'd never like ipas because i had sierra nevada ipa yeah. it was a national chain seven years ago right so it's out there i'm like oh this sucks yeah but i had this one beer that i could find every now and then on the east coast that i thought was its own special thing this is great and i love it it was a flying dogs raging bitch oh yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. and i started trying other beers because the um ralph steadman the guy from hunters who did the hunters thompson art for everything like he did it that's right he does the art for it and i was like oh this one thing it's it's like a 7.2 it'll kick you on your ass it's so great and it's so tasty there's all these flavors so I thought IPA sucked, but this was one special IPA that was different. And then I moved out here and was like, no. Sierra Nevada doesn't sponsor you, right? No. Okay. Because their IPA <laughs> Nobody was like horrible. <laughs> this is my own podcast. I don't <laughs> yeah. get a sponsor. <laughs> I know. It's also half the When joke. I click to the donate button, like, you can't. Oh, God. They actually turned me off to IPA, Sierra Nevada. like Because it's like a big like dial yeah, down yeah. flavor. It's a dial right? down, yeah. Um, it's down. And like I moved here and... All of a sudden, I love beer. I was so into it, and like I was trying everything I could get my hands on, like yeah. sours, pilsner. I didn't care. Like it, I like their IPA. I want to try everything else they make, and it was great. And like a year in, I go to, I think it was the Rosen Crown, 
uh, for like Beer Week, which is a big deal out in California. Right? Yeah, San Francisco right. Beer Week. San Francisco. Now beer there's week. a lot. Now there's like everybody has a beer. And like week, so, but... one year in, I went to Beer Week, and I'm so excited. I'm gonna try something new. I, I didn't have an app or anything. Like I was just kind of keeping tabs, and I'm like, hmm, I've had everything on the menu already. I guess I graduated. I've tried tons of IPAs, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I uh, I actually started uh, liking good beer. When my friend Nick moved in with me uh, as a roommate for the house. Mm. And we fucking love beer. We were both just fucking, let's drink, drink, drink all fucking time. And, you know, we were drinking Paps, you know, regular stuff. Like you can go to Norton's liquor store when I lived down the street from it. Oh, yeah. And you could fucking buy 40s of PBR. Like, and we, and like, the most I drank in a night for 40s was like four PBR 40s. And I was like, that's a lot of volume liquid. Not that I was super trash, but I was. But just the volume of 40s, like drinking volume of liquid, you know, it's just like. If you ugh. had a 40 of an IPA. Yeah. You're like, I need some Advil and like a bunch of water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not getting <laughs> out of that. Uh, but then we started going to uh, Porter's a lot in Easton. And they have beers around the world. Yeah. So. I used to live a block from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember you used to live right there. Yep. So we would go there and beers around the world. So me and my friend Nick would get the menu. You know, you could, you could uh, put your name and they print out a menu yeah, you for a you. Ca- and did you have a card? Uh, I didn't have a card. They just print out a menu every year. You just tell them your name and then they print out you a menu. Okay. And then you start marking. So that you already mark and you give, when you're done, you give them back. Then they mark you down and in. So you get the special mug, you know. Right, yeah, because if you drink yeah. 100 beers, that, different beers there, then yeah. you get a, your own little copper, or no, it was a copper. It was like... Uh, yeah, it's like a silver... Pewter silver, uh, sort like of stein. Yeah, stein. And they hang it on the roof, yeah. or on the, on the ceiling, and the, when you came in, they'd pull it down. Yeah, and pull it and get your own mug, which is fucking rad. I love that. I love that whole scene. Uh, so yeah, me and my friend Nick, that's we didn't get through the menu, or he might have, I didn't, but like we would drink everything under the sun. And then I started working at Black and Blue up the street, which was the sister bar, so the 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 wife and the husband ran each bars. Oh, okay. And I started working at the one. So that's I kind of really got into like beer. Then there was like super craft beer. I had like Left Hand from Colorado. Like I had lots of good craft beer. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Weyerbacher is the brewery in Easton right. that used to pretty much be like almost like a tap room for Black and Blue. They were, you know fucking bring over like double simcoe and sours and all kinds of shit and and yeah. for the listeners this was like five eight nine years ago on the east coast oh yeah this, this was this california is, in the, uh yeah know, this early is, 90s like this wasn't it, happening no no yeah this this was uh nine years ago on the east coast it was hard to find a place that had like more than five things on tap oh definitely i mean porters is the one like porters you could find and they had that shit going on a long time which yeah. was great I mean, beers around the world, that's how you got into it. And that's what I thought was super cool. And I was like, man, if I could find an electronic way to bring that to the Rosencrown, fucking would. And I just can't figure it out or somebody write me an app. DM me. Something. Get a hold of me. We can talk about it later. All right. We'll figure it out. But damn, that would be fucking cool. You know, it'd be like the same. I feel like that would get people into a lot of shit. You know, they'd be like, fuck yeah, I need to try this. It's fun. It's fun. People need to have fun. Nobody yeah. has fun anymore. <laughs> we need to have more fun with this beer shit, just rather than sitting around just drinking. Well, it's funny. I've lived here so long, and I've tried so many different beers, and I love trying stuff I don't know. Especially when someone's like, I don't like it because of, and they just name something I... Yeah. Because everybody's like, 
I don't like bitter. I don't like this hop. I don't like whatever. And like, cool. You're giving me a boundary and understanding of what you do or don't like about it. I'm different and I'm going to try it out. Maybe even to understand why you do or don't like it. Like, it's great. But so I've been here having so many drinks and uh, I just got untapped like a few months ago. Oh, okay. That, that app. Uh, and it's funny because another guy has been on the show, like Joey, it's like, we're friends. And it's like, so he connected to me and I'm like, this is great. I got like seven beers I'm in. Like, this is cool. I can start keeping track for myself. And he pings me and become friends. It's like, he has checked in 3000 times and has had like 4,000 different beers. And I'm like, okay, that might be a little off. 2000 times and had like 2,100 different beers, which is very accurate. And I'm like, Okay, well, you've been using this for years. I wish I did. <laughs> That's okay. My, I will catch up to you. It's a fun goal. <laughs> my friend, I mean, I've had the app for years. I've had it, uh, I can't remember how long. I've had it probably four years I've had the app. I've checked in about maybe 25 beers, 30 beers. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm not, I'm like one of those people, like, I just don't think about it. And I've had so many fucking beers, you know, and I, even on this show, and I don't check in at all. Now, I could be checking in all this shit. I just don't do it. Yeah. I'm like, it just I forget. It just doesn't dawn on me. I'm yeah. like, I could be I could be like, hey, uh, follow me on my Untapped, and you can see all the good beers that I've been having. You know, I could I could have a whole cool thing. I'm like, I'm an idiot. That's an time. Un- Untapped angle. Yeah, for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but my friend Dusty too. He works at GHS. He's got his ten thousandth check in. Wow. And I was like. I, I, I'm like I, I don't I don't that's I can't compete with that. I'm like, are we trying to compete? Well, if he works at the Department of Homeland Security, like that's a rough job. So of course he's gonna drink. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, well, that, I'm like, if I'm like that was that would be for okay. If you wanted to get 27, or if you wanted to get 10,000 beers in one year, you'd have to drink 27 beers a day to get 10,000 for a year. But then again, like for where he is, right? He might check him in because he's having samplers. Well, that's what he does. Okay. So it's not just I have a whole beer, which I kind of think is a little cheap, but... Like they should have a mark, like I had the sample. Yeah, kind of a sample. But it's the same thing, right? You're checking it in because they have a lot of bottle shares. And he has birthday bottle shares where they like... Where the bottle share, his his Instagram bottle share picture is fucking ridiculous. It's just like this... Wow. It's like... Oh yeah, we had 130 beers that night. I'm like, he's. I'm like, how many did you get through? He's like, well, maybe like 25, maybe. He's like, and after that, you don't remember him. It's just constantly just checking him in, you know. Not to blast him on, uh, on like, the air, but no, he's. He, it makes sense. I mean, there's no way you could get up to that many by having full pints of beer or whatever, you know. That's like whiskey tasting, right? Like you hang out, like you're going to do whiskey tasting with like a couple of your friends and a couple of their friends come over and everybody brings two or three bottles and you're only having like a sip or two of everything. Yeah. It's like maybe you've actually like tried 15 whiskeys, but you've really only had six or seven ounces over a couple hours. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of hard because you could be like, you know, some of those like, that was delicious. And then, uh, you know, the other time you're like, eh, didn't really like that one, but I'm like, some sometimes like after a, a whole a pint of beer, it kind of grows on you a little bit. You're like, it wasn't my thing, but I kind of liked it at, yeah. the, at the end. You know, it was like pretty good after. You know, so you, you might give it a different rating if you had a whole full pint of beer or get you know whatever a full glass. But oh, for sure. You know, I don't know, but it's cool. It's a good app. I think I should probably do it a lot more, and I'm not gonna try to catch up on the backlog. I'm, I'd rather try to update my website by putting the pictures that I had on here. Oh yeah. For that kind of backlog and be like, 
check out the website. We've had these beers, <laughs> you know. I got, me, they're like, all on my phone. I just got to, you know, if I, like, archive. So I live out here, and I work in San Francisco, and if I go out anywhere, I'm not checking stuff in. But mm-hmm. if it's, like, a weekend trip to Santa Cruz or Monterey or Tahoe or something. Yeah, you get the casual check-in. Because then I'm, like, yeah, you with the I'm lady. on vacation. I'm all relaxed. Yeah. I'm, like, oh this, is, oh, this is great. I had this wonderful blueberry beer. Let me take a picture and, like, right. check it in so I could remember it later. That's what's supposed to be fun about it. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's kind of what where I usually do, too. I'm, like, that's kind of where I'm, like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm thinking about you know, I'm not super busy, so I could, like, I have time to, like, open up the app and snap a picture and, like, you know, I did that when we were in, uh, when we were in Morrow Bay. They had a really fucking good, uh, uh, beet nitro stout. Ooh. Uh, I'm thinking, and I think it was, uh, fucking, um, who makes the, uh, what was it? Uh, San Diego Brewery, um, popular one. It was uh, about a hundred. Yeah, this the great Sculpin who makes the Sculpin. Oh, Ballast, Ballast Point. Point. Yeah, Ballast Point. So that that was like one of the big ones out. So it was a Ballast Point beet, uh, beet juice uh, nitro IPA. It was like, like vibrant red. It was beautiful. I was like, I gotta take a picture. I'm on vacation. I gotta take yeah. a picture of this shit. This is a fuck. And it was tasted awesome. It was a great beer. Yeah, like I've had some blueberry sours and blueberry IPAs that like wasn't the color of a blueberry. But it was like a lighter blue that like shined through, and it was solid. Like you could yeah. see through. Like it was great. And it's like all of a sudden, it's like, well, this tastes a lot like everything else, but its color's so different. And well, I know it's natural. They didn't put like blue five in here. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody's. Yeah, not not where we're hanging out. You know, they're they're up in their game. They're gonna have a good time doing that. But I guess I want to bring up like one of the most interesting beers I ever had, which I didn't want to drink. I was in Prague. So Prague is like known for their uh, pale ales and They're Pilsner or Quell's Pilsner stuff. Pilsner yeah. or Quell is like so much better out there. Well, that was like that's like their <coughs> main staple, right? Yeah. The Pilsner or Quell. Yep. But so and everywhere you go, like that's the umbrella outside of everywhere. That's ah. like on the glass everywhere. Like they yeah. really that's that's Budweiser Coors out there, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It makes and sense. It's, and it's good. That's tasty. Yeah. It's a good one. But do you know where Budweiser got their Budweiser recipe from? I'm guessing somewhere over there for sure. It's a but... bar in Prague. Okay. And so I'm out there with my brother and a couple friends from back in the day for a trip. And like, oh, we're going to go here. And I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll have one. That's where Budweiser bought their recipe from. They're like, well, they're allowed to buy it here. Or like, they're allowed to brew the original recipe only for this bar. I'm like, cool. And I could be a little wrong. Your listeners will probably yell well, at me. Whatever. But um, Doesn't matter. what I remember Facts is, are facts. Cool. So we go there. And the snacks were good. Little tapas and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we go to have it. And I'm like whatever it's budweiser and i go to take a sip and i'm like holy shit there's flavor there's things it's developing this is amazing yeah and my brother looks over and laughs he's like yeah so budweiser bought it and their brewery technique takes three months to ferment it and develop all the flavor here when budweiser got it they, they brought just... it to the u.s like in like 1910 or something like oh it's too spicy for you americans Oh, so geez. we dialed it down. And really what it meant was, because all the alcohol develops in the first month, and then the flavor develops in like the next yeah, two. the next two. So we're like, one month of alcohol, two days of flavor, here's your piss water. <laughs> yeah. That's the sad thing about America. Like, a lot of people think we can't handle shit. Do we have the best beer right now, I think, going for us? Yeah. In the beer culture, all the breweries that have started, and uh, this, this country's brewery stuff. I mean, beer... beer Honestly, over all around the world has been just it's been helping lots of countries. Just well, on a tip, uh, somebody gave me from the Rosen Crown. I had, uh, went and found a bottle of Pliny the Elder, 
and I brought it with me on that trip because it was after I'd moved here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we ended up going to a bunch of places and a couple of guys, they wanted to keep going to this Irish place in Prague. I'm like, come on, man. We're like out here. You want to go to this Irish pub? But they actually had real Guinness. You could put the spoon in and do the whole thing. So like the second or third time we were there, I think it was the last time we were there, I came in and I brought it with me. And I was like, hey, you guys have been really awesome to us. So like we've been having a good time. And the whole bar is like run by expats, uh, Americans and yeah. people, like people who move there. Um, and a lot of good European beers there. And I'm like, here. So I brought this thing because it might be in, might be nice for you guys. And I gave them a tiny little like regular yeah, the, bottle. The, the, of the, the little bottle of the Pliny, yeah. Dude, they cleared our like our check for eight people for the night. What? Yeah. They're Damn. Like, we got this. Thank you guys. Like they sit there. Like, do you guys want some? Like, no, I get it at my local bar all You're the like, time. Like, no, no, no. We had this all the time. Um, the power yeah. of Pliny for yeah. sure. That legendary first double IPA. Yeah. People, yeah, people forget. You know, it's it's one of the first double IPAs of all time, and it's legendary for sure. Everybody asks, you know, why always why is it so special? And it's like that's why. You know, it's like because yeah, now you have hundreds of double IPAs. Yeah, but that was like. I mean, probably not the first ever, right? But that was the first one that got a little bigger in the micro scene back in the 80s or whatever out here. Yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, you could... Okay, so with the beer thing, too, it's like... We have so many breweries right now. There's a lot, yeah. you know, which is great. I, I, I love that. I love that people are, are able to work. They're able to create. You know, it's building platforms. It's building... Diversity and yeah. experimentation. Yeah, they're coming up with new stuff all the time. But a lot of these cats are fucking cranking out, like, the the beer culture now is different names all the time. Could be the same beer, different names. It's like, that was the thing about Pliny. It's like, it's still Pliny. It doesn't yeah. matter. People are going to be like, I want that. It's a staple. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like, you don't go see a band to hear different songs every time that you don't know. You're like, that was a good show. But I want to sing along. I'm like, no, don't play the new stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like the new... Okay, I'll give you an example, too. Because, uh, man, I don't even know how I felt. I actually want to hear your opinion on it uh, later on when I talk to you uh, after you listen to it. Maybe you've already listened to it. There's one band you want to hear them play new stuff. Me first and Gimme Gimme's. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you already know those songs. <laughs> you already know those songs. Uh, no, I listened to the new... Uh, it's not that new, but it's I listened to the new uh, li- uh, Live in a Dive from Fat. Mm-hmm. Which is the face to face one? Yeah. Have you listened to it? I have it on vinyl at home. What do you think about it? So they recorded it at several places, one of which was when I was at Santa Cruz. And that's not the place they took the recording. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 and that to me was like they did a lot of new songs. Or it's hard to say with face to face, right? Because face to face, they've been around for twenty years. I think a lot of good albums. They already have one live album that's great. the li- The first live album that they did was amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, whatever it's called, just live, live face to face. And if I, I'm probably a little off, but like that came out, and then like maybe after or before like the first Fat Records live and a dive, because there's a lot of bands that have done live and a dive through. Yeah, live and a dive right? didn't come out until later. Uh, but that much fr- later, I think. Yeah, that first Fat or that first face to face live album was fantastic the live i mean yeah they played all the great i mean and but and also they only had three albums out at the time right and, and now they have like nine and that's what i was like i'm a little biased but i thought the recording sort of fucked me up just by listening to it because it was like uh the uh they played no authority and i didn't it was like going to a bob dylan concert and going oh shit they're playing all along the watchtower but i just <laughs> 
knew the it just registered in my brain that he said all along the watchtower and i was like oh that's this song that's how i felt when they were playing no authority like the mix was off like the the you know the, the guitar didn't do it much justice it was just like they sort of like rushed through but there were some other good songs they were yeah. like i'm like oh that was a great song live and then the next was like I'm like this is a fucking horrible song live like, and, and if they recorded it at several places like yeah. maybe that was the overall best show best setup but yeah maybe it also would have been cool if they like took segments of a few songs from different places yeah but no one ever like everybody just does like a they'll record a bunch of places and take one yeah and in that yeah and that was kind of like uh i was just like oh man i don't know how to feel about this record right now i'll listen to it again for sure but i'm like it's face to face i love them you know i'm not gonna diss it but i'm like at the same time i'm like i can listen to so many other face to face records or even the old you know, whatever. My favorite one, almost even being besides the first one, uh, "Don't Turn Away," uh, "Ignorance Is Bliss," and that's like the softest record that everybody hated. And I, yeah, I didn't like it when it first came out. Yeah, I was like, like, "What is this shit?" I but I kept it. listening to yeah. it. It's like the CD gets stuck in your car. Yep. Back then, when you're like, I gotta put CDs in, and you don't want to take it out. You're just like, "Fuck it, whatever's on, I don't care. I listen to it." And you're like, "This is a great record." Forces me to like something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love their Standards and Practices album. Yeah. Like, where they just do covers of other stuff, like, in their style. It's so great. Cause really Which was a, a lot of good that stuff. That was a great record. They did, didn't they do, like, the Cramps and stuff? Yeah. They did, like, the Descendants song. Yeah, the Cramps, Descendants. Uh... They covered, like, a Morrissey song. Um... Was it, did they do a, oh, did they do a, a Social D? I can't remember. No. No? I remember uh, if they, I, I can't remember. Like my favorite song off that album is um, Chesterfield King, and I can't remember who did that song originally. The Pixies. Oh, the Pixies. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. No, that was a good record. That was. Yeah. The, all the cover songs were were pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It's kind of like when punk bands are doing the cover song. Like MXPX did the, uh, uh, whatever. It was like all about the covers. Like but slowly. Oh, no, that's an album. Uh, it's all about the covers or some shit like that. And they did yeah, like, they, uh, they did, but they did old ones like. Uh, Take on me and uh, fucking uh, uh, the summer of '69 by Brian Adams and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, all right, it's cool. So I've been seeing MXPX for like twenty some years. They play summer of '69 every time I've ever seen them. Not to say I've seen them every time they ever come around, but they keep playing the damn West. song. <laughs> and you know, it's good. They put it at a good part to recharge the crowd towards the end, and then like do their encore. Yeah, yeah which is cool. I mean, if you got a good, and that's like. If you got a good cover, yeah, you're doing it for fucking 20 years, whatever, dude. Just do it. But since we're like totally changing <laughs> topics, my favorite cover album, and there's good ones, man. Like the Kiss cover album is yeah. amazing. Garth Brooks does some so good. The Black Sabbath cover album is so great. The Duran Duran tribute album. Yes! Is like my favorite of all time. Thank there's you. So much Thank you. I was going to bring that up, too. That's like a one of my favorite cover albums of all time. Or I guess tribute album, right? Yeah. Would it be a tribute? It'd be a tribute album, yeah. But still, I mean, because there was multiple bands on that track, yeah. Uh, and my one of my top, because that's how I fell in love with uh, this band from Texas called River Phoenix, yep. which turned into Phoenix TX. Uh, but I think I think I still have the original uh, River Phoenix CD somewhere. Uh, I think I have to look for it, but unless I unless Carrie has it and I have a Phoenix TX one, I gave her the good one. Whatever. Anyway. That was a fucking great record, and they did Ordinary World. Yep. And I was like, 
oh, this record kills. It's so good. And it, you, I found like a random band that I would never find anywhere. And I was like, I got to see them at the Warp Tour next year. And it was fucking great. That changed my opinion on uh, lots of people will hate me. That changed my opinion on Real Big Fish. I always thought they had high energy and I was uh-huh. really into them, but they did Hungry Like a Wolf yes. in a little like lounge acty style. Yeah. Before Richard Cheezel came out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was I was such I was such a fan of that. Yeah. I was such a great um such a great tribute. Yeah. And it's such a great. It was so good. Yeah. It was hard, right. hard to find it on Spotify for a long time. I think they had licensing issues because they probably never. There's a well, there's a there's a lot of um, comps and uh, uh, cover albums that are aren't not on Spotify or Apple. Yeah, like shit that you can't find, which is uh, which I'm thankful for having such a weird random collection. Uh, yep. You know, in that in that realm, you know, where some like I got some uh, compilation Nitro records, you know, with like AFI, old AFI, and like Guttermouth and and the Vandals and stuff that you like. You know, and there's some uh, uh, Jughead's Revenge that you're, like, not going to get anywhere. You're yeah. not going to find that comp. That's, like, long gone. I remember when AFI was touring when they were, like, half of them were still 17. I and think that, we, yeah. we played with them somewhere, right? And, like, their Probably, dad, their yeah. dad to, drove the tour bus in. and Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we did. And then the band who played in between, because we opened, the band who played in between, like, they're like, oh, my God, I just broke three strings on my guitar, so I handed it to mine. And the guy fucking dropped it. Like, oh, on the first right, song. right. Uh, that's why you never let anybody borrow your equipment. We learned the hard way on that one. Yeah. We were like, fuck. I still have it. still plays great. And I've still never replaced the switch because where the, you would screw on the little plastic piece for the switch, it broke off. And I, I kind of like not having it. So I yeah. get to tell that story. Um, I got a friend of mine, too, that we're going to replace some pickups in my guitar, too. So if you're ever interested in like beefing it up or doing some shit with some pickups and making it sound hot i'm gonna do that with my epiphone oh nice we're gonna we're gonna put some new pickups in it and fucking oh, rock yeah, it man. out i got like level five soldering iron skills yeah I could help out. yeah i never did it before so i'm just i want to see how he does it because he's done some random shit i could <laughs> i could solder but you know but it should be fun yeah but just to make it rock out make it sound fucking cherry get that nice beautiful like i feel like that guitar would be like a, you know like a like a uh like a like a zoot suit riots like a you know like a really nice clean uh rockabilly like hard sound you know like depends on the pickups you know yeah it depends on the beat but it could be really fun fucking around with it it'd be cool it's always fun changing pickups on a guitar because all of a sudden it's like wow it sounds very different yeah um all right you want to you want to take a break yeah all right let's take a break because we're at the the mark we're actually at 54 minutes so uh We'll take a break, and uh, we'll be back next week with some more beers, and then we'll start talking about some punk rock and some other random stuff around San Francisco area that me and Mike have moved to. I can't wait to tell some funny stories about good and bad shows and yes. like when I almost got in a fight with Joey Cape. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Late. All right. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Check out a fewdeep.com for all your information and... Any other shit you really want to know about the podcast? There's some links, and like I said, there's a donate button, there's merchandise, all that kind of thing. Uh, I want to thank Mike coming down, hanging out. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, I want to thank the Rosen Crown Palo Alto, Ale Arsenal in San Carlos, the Willow Market in Menlo Park, and Jane's Beer Store in Mountain View. All great places to get great beer and meet cool people. Um, so, yeah, uh, I want to thank everybody. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. 
And uh, we'll talk to you next week with Mike's round two. All right. Later. Later.